0: spending some time in my favorite park and my brain is definitely in the past feels like lower levels of consciousness it feels like a life review while alive but more subtle it's one thing after another and then it's dropped I find that when I don't add a layer of judgment on it and I'm with it, then it doesn't add up. It's not additive. It's there. One thing after another, but they're not piling on top of each other and creating a sense of a me that can do something about it. If I were to judge it, then that brings in the me doing something with it, which is judging it. It's challenging, and I find that my brain in the background is trying to figure out what to do with it, seeing that it can't do anything with it, but that it's still there influencing every single thing my brain sees. So in that way, the brain is doing something with it and about it. And when there are these challenging things the brain wonders if it will be able to handle it or go through this or what or if it'll give up. And there's all these paradoxes and loops and there's no way to figure it out maybe part of figuring it out is figuring out what the cause is and I had the sense while I was folding up my Laura Bar wrapper that if I was to think the cause of it getting crumpled up was my hands crumpling it up I'd have to go back and figure out when did I put it in my purse and then how did I get that box of Laura bars I got it at Costco or did someone else pick it up for me and what else, so the cause is there's no cause it's, everything's happening so the brain is quite boggled For some reason I was thinking of creating 12 steps to undo karma, which in a way is trauma, but realizing that one has participated with a lot of these things and wondering why and wondering will it avoid it in the future and is that enough or is there something to going back into the past and I did buy the Tiger Trauma book and the Brene Brown Wilderness book and then this Tiger Trauma book I ordered through Amazon a paper copy because it has a CD with it so, yeah, I'm thinking of at least considering this because I'm on the micronutrients and hopefully they can support me at a microscopic level to be able to look at things that I haven't wanted to look at. There's a lot of shame and guilt and pain and suffering and realizing that so much of it I've done to myself and it reminds me of that Radiohead song when they sing you do it to yourself and that's why it really hurts you do it to yourself just you you and no one else and it shows people laying on the ground in the video not able to move and I know what that feels like I have been in those states where I supposedly dissociate feel like a homeless person don't feel like me And everyone comes rushing in to put me back together again and feel like myself, but then I don't know what's self and what's other, and I feel a little bit back in this place of confusion. Maybe confusion is better than dissociation, because I do understand that I am this appearance of me in this body I did briefly look at the trauma book and there's exercises about being in the body and I see that I'm in my body but I also feel like I'm in the past which isn't existent now but it is at the same time so then it's like does my body exist now or does it not and it's right here so how can it feel right here yet never and always and then these are all words so then I'm lost in words the world is made up of words so it's confusing words are confusion a lot of the time I need to talk myself through this trauma. The trauma I've inflicted on myself. did a lot of babbling yesterday and I probably have half as much again to keep going on and it's not really as resonant talking about it later on for some reason feels profound in the moment but much past that not really but it's all part of the process So at some point I'll babble on about that, and I'm grateful to have a place to go and sleep at night, food to eat, feeling more hungry lately, and yeah, I feel like since I'm on micronutrients and there's no meds in my body. There's a lot of things I'm gonna to have to feel that I haven't felt for a long time. We'll see if I can do it. I don't know for sure. I've relied on escapes for a long time. It feels like I talked myself so far into a future possible self, but then the resonance of the past seeds are still there too. I wonder how I could transform it though. I won't be able to talk to myself these next few days as much because I have three eight hour days at work so I feel a bit behind because I didn't get to do that babble and the behind feeling comes from the fact that I forget stuff when I was walking in the park today I was thinking I live in one of the most amazing places on earth with so much possibility and I have good people in my life, I have food, I have shelter I have clothing so much more than such a massive part of the world in terms of the number of people What have I done with it? What have I done with my life? I've pissed it away for the most part. I'm fortunate to be feeling this now. My brain is trying to resolve some of it if not resolving it understanding it seeing how it might be helpful for someone else in the future
1: it's a little while later and I ended up taking Seroquel. I don't know how much. Nuts a lot, maybe 150 milligrams of quick release and it made me sleep for sure. Say, there's so much that has gone on in these past few weeks. Something that happened I texted a friend before I took Seroquel and I said, I feel like I might end my life, something, something. And then I was resting and not looking at my phone, and he ended up calling a hotline, and they ended up sending the police to find me. And it was such a disaster. That was a close call of being captured into the system and I was able to explain things and say I was okay and then after they left I tried to go back to sleep and then I experienced this really, really really extreme pain of needing to end my life and it felt like taking Seroquel was a gesture towards that or poisoning my brain out of thinking that it needs to do that I don't know if I took enough of it it would end my life and I don't want to do that But at the same time I feel really trapped. Now I feel like in a trap of, oh it's not that serious. People around me see it as not that serious. And I don't know if it is or not. get through it in a couple of days. So this is only I don't even know what day. I don't even know if I explain how this happened, but I was at my old place that I used to live at, staying there instead of here and I couldn't sleep. And I had this heart palpitation that was trying to get me to end my life and I was looking around and I was thinking of zap-strapping myself but then I realized I could go back to my family's house even though it was really late and when I decided to do that I felt quite a bit better but then I still couldn't sleep, and that's when I sent a message to a friend, and then I was trying to sleep, and it wasn't going well, and then my sister came in and told me, she whispered, the police are here to see you, and I was so freaked out, I thought that I did something, or it scared the crap out of me. But I knew I didn't, because I didn't do anything. I just went up to talk to them, and they said they had no grounds to take me. But they would take me if I wanted to go. And then I explained, even if I did go with them, they wouldn't take me in. They only take people in when it's a real emergency. Obvious emergency. but I feel like it's an emergency within myself. And I don't know how to resolve this. I think I'm going to have to continue on and pretend like nothing's wrong. until I can get out of this situation the situation isn't happening now but it feels like it is over this. I need to conquer this. My family wouldn't want me dead and if I take a lot of Seroquel or something I'll end up comatose or brain dead or in the psych ward on ECT or something I don't know it wouldn't be good it wouldn't be better it's better if I drug myself myself when necessary and then go on with it go on with life so we'll see if I can sleep tonight. It's hard to move, it's hard to do anything. If I'm able to get back on with life tomorrow, then it will show that I can get through these bumps in the road a lot faster now. I don't know what this is going to show. I don't know. I feel like I'm sort of trapped again. and Trapped with people who think that I'm mentally ill and crazy and it becomes... Collapse of the wave function. Guess if I can get myself up and showered and to the park or something, maybe that'll help. I don't know. My brain thinks all over the place about what's happened in the past, what's happening now, and it's so confusing. <laughs> I made an agreement with the universe to play a mentally ill person. I didn't really put a time limit on that universe. How much longer do I have to play?
0: It's October 19th at 8.15pm and I took the Seroquil on Tuesday the 17th in the morning sometimes, probably around 7am. And I've been up all day, a lot of body pain, and I feel a lot better at this moment right now thanks to a conversation with my brain twin and a conversation with him yesterday. I don't know where I'd be without him. And I'm going to take some Seroquel tonight. I took two last night and maybe one in the middle of the night. The day before in the morning I took, I don't know how many, maybe three or four, which knocked me out for all day and all night pretty much. So tonight I will see if I can sleep with just one. So much is happening. So much is being processed, and I wish, in the worst of the cri- I wish that in the worst of the crisis, I could have captured the data on the Muse headband. And I kind of wish, before I took any Benadryl or Seroquel, that I had peed in that thing and sent it off. But that would have cost thousand dollars to analyze. So maybe next time. So I hope the worst of it's over. It would be amazing if tonight I can sleep with one Seroquel. It's the falling asleep that's the trouble feel like I can see a lot of things while I'm laying there sleeping I can see like a portal I'm watching different people and things happening and I don't know if that's astral travel or lucid dreaming or what I don't think it's lucid dreaming it's like looking into a pond and seeing different things happening that you wouldn't see if you didn't put your face into the pond it's really strange and that's the part that I think scares my body is that remote viewing and then coming back from the remote viewing makes my heart freak out and make me feel like I need to end my life or something because I think the body is freaked out by consciousness leaving the body yeah, so much has happened I wish I had the courage to talk about it on video while it's happening but I like to talk about insights but I'm not really feeling the urge to talk about all the strangeness that gets processed in these lower states of consciousness because I don't really want to collapse those into possibilities, I want to completely negate them and drop them, whereas the ones that I talk about, I like to think of them as possible, perhaps, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't see this as a failure, if I'm able to get through this and that suicide program stops and I can be back on micronutrients only, then it's a pretty big success. The main thing was staying out of the hospital. And I'm grateful for those who are around me, supporting me through this process of getting through this death that happens. I don't need to die. I need to sleep. And sometimes this death thing prevents me from sleeping. So by taking Seroquel, I go to sleep, and what really needs to happen happens, which is sleep. And I'm talking in a way that might lessen the magnitude of what I've been through these last couple weeks. It's been very, very, very challenging. And the Seroquel was... Mercy. Mercy I can't take anymore. I don't know if it's good to let it go that long. Like in California, I just drugged it right away. Maybe that was better. I don't want to have to drug it all the time though. I have to see how the Seroquel interacts with the micronutrients or... I might end up having to put myself back through square one of the mental health paradigm, I really don't know. But the thing is, knowing that I've gotten this far, it would have been 20 weeks tomorrow or nine months without a crisis on Wednesday, yesterday, but I didn't make it that far, just under nine months. But I made it further than eight and a half months. So maybe this just shows that it's going to happen every eight and a half to nine months and I need to be prepared and maybe nip it further because it has been going on for a couple weeks, but not to that extreme. So I don't know. We'll see what happens next time. I'll have to mark it in my calendar. And if I'm able to get through it, then I won't create the story of she went off for meds and killed herself. I don't want to create that story. Universe, that's not the story I want to create. Okay? I wanted to create being on micronutrients only, but I failed to create that. But maybe I'm creating the story that one can be on micronutrients daily and then take whatever PRNs one needs when necessary, to get through this pain, and most importantly for myself, is staying out of the hospital. So, so far I've been able to continue that, and soon it'll be 18 months. I don't remember when that date is, but... It's a failure and it's a success. And failing has played into the struggle of feeling like a failure overall. Reverberating through my whole life. But I don't want to go into that now because talking with my brain twin I was able to feel more back into creative consciousness which leads me to talk to myself. I did create the video of when I took Seroquel, and I haven't edited it yet, but last time it took me a week before I talked to myself, and this time it's a couple of days. So, we'll see what happens. The main thing is sleeping. Sleeping. I did invoke the power of prayer, praying God for mercy. The pain is still there somewhat. I'm going to take some niacin to deal with this supposed anxiety pain. And we'll see if I can get through the next few days and reattach to free will and separate movements and some slight expanded epigesterotic matrix doing laundry would be a good thing I think I've said this before, but I think the worst might be over. I'm not sure if that's true. I'd like to think it is because for a few hours I've had quite a bit of relief from the body pain and anxiety. And I have a new strategy to take a little bit of Seroquel at night and then take niacin three times a day thousand milligrams niacinamide actually and hopefully I can sleep and I'm going to stop taking the amino acids for a while because apparently Seroquel blocks dopamine and serotonin but the amino acids could create more dopamine and serotonin stimulation so it might be exacerbating that process for now so I've taken three doses of four micronutrients today and feeling a little slow talking to myself but I've gotten a lot done I did my laundry today I've read some of a book I read this blog post I'm able to read and that's the cool part about not fully drugging myself up is even though I'm in pain or have some kind of anxiety I can still do something I don't have to be in pain and laying there not able to do anything and it's been raining a lot and I've been sitting outside bundled up it feels nice to be outside just not trapped in a house or a room or something something to that just being in the openness one doesn't feel trapped so the brain won't create stories about being stuck or something like that and I've learned a lot and I don't like to talk about things when I'm in these awful states because I feel like it might exacerbate the storytelling mechanism Maybe it's just as detrimental to talk about things in the more positive states, or... I don't know. I'm doubting sharing any of this right now. I'm just wondering what value it has, and... I really don't know. Like I said, I've kind of felt substantially better these last couple hours, and... I have a lot of supportive people to thank, even though they probably don't know and didn't know to what extent I was suffering. People have a pretty good idea that one is suffering a lot, a lot, a lot when one is in the psych ward. It just goes with the territory. But when one manages to avoid the psych ward, I think people around might have a tendency to think that one is doing better than one is. And at the same time, I was trying to show that I was doing better than I was. And I've gotten through this crisis better than I did in January. And getting out of bed after a day and a half and sort of staying around the homestead, but still suffering a lot. But like I've mentioned, if I were in the psych ward... I would suffer a lot in there and I'd be subject to people asking me things and and I remember feeling really desperate to get into the psych ward before and being turned away and then the next time having to make it sound worse than it was not more not worse than it was worse than it appeared because I seemed like I was okay but I wasn't so I had to make it very vocal that I wasn't okay so they would take me in but then when that happens one appears worse than one wants to appear or should need to appear and then maybe that justifies harsher treatment I don't know it didn't go well when that happened Because the two times before that, I was taken by an ambulance, so that means I think they think of it more seriously than when a friend or a family member brings a person in, then they're like, well, it can't be as much of an emergency or something. So, yeah, but I managed to get through the distress and it was really awful. Before I took that Seroquel, I really thought... It's not like I thought I was going to kill myself. It felt like the terror of ending my life. And I've talked about feeling the terror of having the choice of jumping to one's death or burning alive. Both choices are terrible and terrifying and it feels like the end. It really felt like the end. But my intention was to go to sleep, so I took some Seroquel to go to sleep. So my heart pounding might feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die, I'm going to kill myself, but taking a couple Seroquel is, no, I'm not going to, I just want to go to sleep for God's sakes. I hadn't been able to sleep. I feel like my heart might be beginning to settle down It really feels like distress in the heart and last night I had a bad dream it was terrible and my heart was pounding and I woke up and I realized it wasn't happening now but it was still terrifying and when this real terror comes over me it feels like my heart is beating this way instead of this way I talked about How I learned about this circular motion of the heartbeat, kind of like, like this. It's not actually beating, but there's this pulse that goes in a circle. But when we stay still, we feel it as a beat. Well, I can feel it changing on its axis. It was really weird. It's almost like going into the past and the heart, maybe it's not even the heartbeat. It's like the energy field that's there. Again, it's not a heartbeat. It's the energy field and... it it inverts or changes on its axis and all of a sudden I'm in the past and I feel like I'm either creating or I'm in the past and created a lot so the rubber band effect was quite large and it might not be over yet but like I said it's been going on slightly since the end of September and yeah, it's been a few weeks and it's hard to withstand it. But I feel like, yeah, it could have something to do with past lives and karma. Maybe I ended my life in a past life. Because the other deaths that I've felt, felt like they could be past life deaths. So maybe I experience this every... 8 to 9 months. It's really not fun. I don't like it at all. It's quite terrifying. And I found myself bargaining with the universe like I'll take this pain and the suffering. I don't care. Just protect everyone that I love, you know, protect everyone. Because before I was labeled seven, six and a half years ago I said to the universe, fine put me through all this pain just you know, protect those that I love and yeah, it's really weird and I also ask God for mercy I think I talked about that already and that worked to some extent for a little while talking with people yet at the same time not wanting to interfere there's this feeling of any move i make interferes with people's lives yet at the same time we're all related and linked up so we participate in each other's lives we can't we can't help it so that was boggling my mind and it's all really mind-boggling it has been, it's hard to explain and then I got an email because I'm on Dabney Alex's email list and she sent an interview talk from a year ago but she wanted to reshare it with a woman, I can't remember her name and it was so poignant to what I've been going through talking about how when this energy comes in it's like a an overflow of water in a stream and it leads to sediment sort of churning up and and they also talked about how as time goes on it gets harder not necessarily easier but we're more strong to be with it and that's sort of what I've been trying to do is really be with this pain and it's something I started doing in the psych ward in April of 2016 when I stopped asking for PRNs, when I was experiencing a lot of the pain, I would sit with it. So, I've been sitting with a lot of it, and when I was in the psych ward, it did eventually let up, and I felt like I could go on. But in the psych ward, there's limited things to do, so... I mirror that right now and that I limit what I do I don't do too much I don't get involved in too much out there because the past is so present that it's going to get mixed up with the people that I'm around and it'll be even more confusing than if I'm with it alone and stuff's coming up and I see it has nothing to do with the moment I can see it's the past Whereas if I'm wandering around with people or doing stuff or trying to live my regular life, that's gonna be projected on them and might create a scenario where I'm afraid or something. When really I'm afraid and this is past stuff, but then people around me, I could be thinking I'm afraid of them, but it's processing the past and Eckhart Tolle might call that the pain body or something. I never really resonated much with that chapter. I could reread it because it does feel like a lot of pain. And I feel like I do need to sit with that. One could say I I can see why it's there. the sun is shining on me it's, the weather has really mirrored my ups and downs that's for sure it's pouring and now I'm feeling a bit better and the sun is shining I just got to the park and uh, deciding where to sit and nature speaking to me already look at that weird spider such a weird looking spider. I've never seen anything like that before. I'll just let him be and I won't sit there but never seen a spider that looks kind of like a crab. And I'm not really going to edit these videos I make today so forgive the breaks and the coughs and the Screw up of words and stuff like that. And I'm not sure if it's safe to talk to myself without scaring myself yet. Or if it's even safe to be at the park yet by myself. And I got in my car... and I drove, started to drive here, and the brakes were squeaky. And I thought, oh, my brakes have kind of messed up just sitting there. Okay, so what I'm trying to say is I haven't gone anywhere for a week, haven't driven. I got majorly derailed, and I don't think I'm going to edit the other videos I made along the way, the last week, so I won't really know what I said to myself, and I don't really want to know. I don't think I said anything too, too freaky, but it was a definite really, really scary week, and I don't know if it's over, because it was pretty intense, even last night, and I was sitting there and then I was thinking, oh man, I don't know if I can take this anymore. I might just drug myself with Seroquel more tonight or something. And then it let up. It seems to have this mechanism of super intensity. So intense, but at the same time, enough that one can handle. People are walking by. hi so there's this mercy and I've experienced that before while in the psych ward thinking oh my gosh I can't take another moment but in the psych ward there's someone to say oh can I have a PRN or oh I'm feeling this or I'm thinking that and then they do something to fix it but outside it seems like and on my own, it seems like I can decide to do something to fix it. Like, okay, I know I can take a Seracol, but I, and I will if this and this and that happens. But then I didn't have to, and I managed to fall asleep on half of a Seracol. Whereas the night before I took three quarters, and the night before I took one and a quarter, and the night before I might have taken two. I've lost track. I've only taken Seracol at night, except that day on Tuesday morning when I felt like I was dying and I was going to kill myself, but I knew I wasn't. And then I took Seracol and just sort of passed out for a couple days. Things seem to happen out of order, it's really weird, and... There's a little bug on my screen, but whatever. So, yeah, this causality is not making sense. I'll try to make this as linear as possible, but... Yeah, I learned a lot. It was really scary. I could make up a bunch of ideas about what's going on, but... Basically, it seems like I'm going to be derailed every eight to eight and a half to nine months because it started at about eight and a half months again and I did talk myself through a lot of it because it was there and it got worse it was bearable then it got really worse so I'm wondering if since today I haven't really felt too much of it that it's the process is over and it's been about a week of the worst of it, of really having to lie low and not do anything, or since I've been still kind of functioning most of the time, if I haven't really rested it all off, and it'll keep coming back each day, or what? What? I'm not sure. Because this is all new territory. I think being here right now, I'm not necessarily feeling better. Talking to myself. So maybe I'm not quite ready. Because I think talking to myself when my brain is still kind of confused just adds to the confusion. If the confusing part isn't over. And I could say that I equally don't know what the heck I'm talking about on a daily basis in the last year or so, but at least I don't feel afraid and things like that during that time. So yeah, a lot of fear, a lot of fear of death, and there's this theme of feeling like one is interfering with life and people's lives by sensing past karma that sometimes feels like it's from past lives or future lives or present life and trying to find causality which is impossible. Because if one tries to find causality, one has to go back to the Big Bang, if that was even the cause. And it feels like, when my brain implodes like that, it feels like a Big Bang in my own life. And then I think about the other times I've had this so-called psychosis, and then I think about how I've experienced this fear in small doses in my life at other times when I didn't have psychosis like the fear of dying when I was a little girl was just really young it was terrifying and I jumped out of bed and ran for the security of my mom it's the same fear that makes me jump out of bed now like oh my gosh I'm afraid I'm, afraid I'm going to die one day or now and then the brain creates some kind of story this feeling like I was ending my life but intending just to knock myself out and go to sleep felt like well that could have been a past life or a possibility based on all the karma of my life this life and last life and whatever that even means and our lives aren't separate and i'm really seeing how our brains are really connected and they really do respond to each other someone was saying to someone Or someone said to me, I don't want to say names, someone said to me that they said to someone else that so-and-so hadn't texted them and then they went down and looked at their iPad and -and so-and-so had just texted them. And -and so-and-so hadn't texted in quite a while. So it's like, it's so connected. And then somebody was saying they were stressed and that they noticed that another person hangs around them a lot when they feel stressed it's like they know or something and these are things that i sense every second sometimes and it's confusing and disorientating and it feels like when it gets going too much it could almost be like amplified into a so-called hallucination Because if that's how it's working now, and that's how it's always been working, and then one missed that all along, then it, it boggles the mind. And then the mind tries to figure out, well, how could I have done things differently? But then that's impossible. So it's really boggling of the mind and then sitting there with a boggled mind around other people feels like they must be picking up on the boggledness if we're always picking up on each other's minds in in so-called good and coherent ways then it's happening in the incoherence so then one feels like when one is in a negative state and incoherent it's not good to be around others and it's creating more chaos or it's trying to resolve the chaos by really feeling it in the body when it was missed all along it's, it's really confusing and I feel too that it was prudent not to say what was going on all that I really said to anyone was I'm not feeling well, I'm feeling distressed I'm going to be taking Seroquel, I'm going to sleep so they knew so they wouldn't come into the room and be like, what's going on? but other than that, I didn't share anything that was going on inside because it comes and goes and it passes and it fades away and those things are the past but then it makes one want to talk about the past but I don't know when is a good time to do that it doesn't feel like now is at all those are the things that come out of nowhere so if I felt compelled to talk about those things with the people around me then they'd have to engage in those things and they'd be thrown off their trajectory and then I just really felt like, wow, I don't want to have the people around me that care about me have to shuttle me off here and then visit me and all that hoopla. I just felt like I want to get through it myself and I do not recommend that for anyone. I'm not saying that people should do that. It's so difficult. And it goes with the theme that I've been talking about that it doesn't get easier. Uh, it's so challenging, it's more challenging to try to go through it alone, but supported. People are around, but not saying everything. It's sort of like, if I were in the psych ward, I wouldn't say to every single inpatient what I'm going through. I would say it to the doctors, because they're the ones that want that are there to listen to that particular thing. And the nurses, when they say, how's it going? And then they just use those things to decide whether one is ready to go well i can say nothing about stuff that's going on it seems to pass anyway whether i say it to a doctor or nurse which i don't if i'm not in the psych ward and then i just determine myself whether i'm ready to take a little ride to the park or not self-determination and figuring it out for oneself which again i don't recommend but if it got so bad, there are people around me to to help me. And I'm gonna end this and talk on another video because I have fifteen minutes to do the upload easily, which I don't know when I'll do that because my brain has very, very limited capacity right now. Very limited. So yeah, I've learned a lot. So yeah, this process is very humbling. I can see why they call that energy mania. I didn't feel manic, but I was crating a lot. And that trajectory came to an end. that's part of the thing I don't know who I am I've created things that are so-called good and so-called bad and I felt an element of a lot of karma of this energy ending the creative process And when I was at work and in that training, when I introduced myself, I said, I'm from planet Earth most of the time. So I was being playful and silly. And then we did the sharing thing. And it almost feels like showing myself makes it fall apart too. Showing my true self. It's not safe to be my true creative self That is without this past. So then the self comes back online. And I could say all those things, but... At the end of it all, it seems like... It was time for that to happen. So I could say this went wrong, or that went wrong, but it just seems like these last few years... It happens every six and a half to nine months or eight and a half months. But earlier this year, I did have another mini event shortly after, so I do need to be aware of that. And it makes me wonder if right now is a good time to do that business course because it's supposed to be a mental health advocate, but as soon as I feel strong and I'm advocating, things fall apart. So I don't know if that's right. Today, it entered my mind to go to the island for a month. I don't know if that's a good idea. I I don't know what to do. Sometimes I don't feel like it's safe to be around people because I really do change based on who I'm around, obviously, because people interact. So I don't know. I can't really predict how I'm going to be. And the conversation and the theme of what things are about changes depending on who's around. So I don't know. I feel like, and I'm not saying this is right or wrong. I feel like the things I predicted in terms of walking into a context that's not right for me has happened. But at the same time, it possibly could have happened any which way because it's time. So I'll probably say a lot of different possibilities now, but at the same time, it's just time. Everything really does respond to the human brain, but then it doesn't, it's not in isolation, so that's what makes these more challenging, lower energy times really hard because one can't really do anything about it. One needs to go through it. And then doing something about it creates a lot of the chaos about what it is, and then what needs to be done, but... And I've talked at length about all of that. And even though this has happened, I still feel a lot of what I said to be true, but then it doesn't change. It doesn't prevent it. It doesn't prevent it. So, I might have to be careful about creating something that is too far into being my future self or a self that I can't be here. I don't even know if that is true. I really don't know. I think something I was thinking about this morning is I came to this earth with a lot of bad karma. I don't think I was a very nice child And I can see why though, I can see some things that I don't really want to talk about right now, but it's not an excuse, it's just when I fall into these lower states of consciousness and I'm seeing all that happened and my brain is just swirling like I've been hit in the head. There's a lot of awfulness, and then it's hard to be with the good that has been there, too. And then that's when I'm like, well, which version am I? And I don't think I'm any of these, yet I'm all of them at the same time, and never, and it's really confusing, and I don't know how to flower. I don't know how to those preconditions for that to happen I don't think it's up to me there's some other greater force at play or greater power which is something that's within us it's not separate from us I, I realize that there's no great ruler the great rulers within us, and when we each change the rules individually, that brings about a different world, blah, 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 yet, I can't do it, I, I, yeah, the theme of I can't help people, and when I was at work, I was talking to someone, and... I felt such sadness in their heart, like so much sadness in my, I felt like I just wish I could help this person, and I saw all the factors, and oh, it just broke my heart, and that was another thing that caused this fall, yet again, I could say, it was time, but it seems like when it's the time for the fall, there'll be things really shown to me, and guess there's somewhat of a theme of seeing how how we've been brought up creates a lot of this and nobody tries to do it intentionally it's just such a chaotic complex mess of the infinite quantum flux of holons and holographic crap and then it's like it's inescapable in its life and that's the thing, wanting to escape and feeling like death is the only way out and then realizing that one really does love all these beings around oneself and wouldn't want it to cause that kind of pain and then there's the pain of existence It's so it just keeps shifting there's nothing for the brain to cling on to no identity, that's the thing But then it seems that the brain puts itself together enough to go back about the existence we've all co-created for each of us to exist in. I don't know if it was a good idea to go to that cognitive remediation conference. It was really sad. Because if I get through this, it'll kind of show the process of even though being on micronutrients my brain slowed down majorly and I was talking about that along the way it sped up and when it speeds up it's in a different dimension and then it slows down and the slowdown it's like putting the brakes on so fast that putting stop to that so fast that everything keeps going that's in the container so all this debris gets thrown around in chaos and one has to process it in order to go backwards usually my mind is pretty empty but there's so many different memories and associations and it's mind boggling and and everything around oneself leads to some association of the past but yesterday i remember having a thought it's thought it's not happening now it's thought it's thought it's memory When I learned more about the process, it seems like when I was processing stuff, there was either pain, different energies moving in the body, different places, the whole body, the whole energy field, like the pain of anxiety without the word anxiety. And then after the pain would go, then there were stories or thoughts or one could say very subtle so-called hallucinations and delusions in that they weren't happening now. If I would have said them out loud, people would have been like, what are you talking about? But they weren't so delusional. They seemed like, yeah, these were things from the past. didn't seem like delusion. It seemed like processing the past. In January, it felt like processing trauma. This felt like processing trauma, then processing the past... It is the past. It has nothing to do with what's happening now. But it was there and really interfering with functioning because it's so in the foreground that my brain can't be attentive to what is there now. And then I'm sitting there like kind of a zombie as opposed to moving around, being happy, interacting with people and being able to create a different scenario. I'm creating a scenario where... People are like, oh, here, I made dinner. Do you want some? Like, just not contributing. And that's okay, but... But maybe processing that stuff is contributing. And there was a lot of fear of death, and I understand that's not an option unless it happens. And there's this feeling like I might end my life sometimes, but when I take a ceracol, it's mercy, it's I want to sleep this off. It's like a bad dream. Even talking about this now I can feel pressure in my head. Last night I felt like my brain was reorganizing. Like I felt this energy spinning in my head. That's the first time I felt that this time around at least because the rest of the time it was energy in my body or these stories of the past and things it was a lot and it was nice because two days ago it let up for half the afternoon and the evening and then it was there the next day but then it let up at night today it hasn't really been there so much I had a little bit of so-called maybe anxiety when I first started talking to myself and this morning when I woke up I felt some kind of like menthol feeling in my arms but it hasn't really translated into stories and oh I better stop if I imagine that I am somewhat through the worst of it because typically whether I'm out of the psych ward or in the psych ward except that really bad stay when they tried to put me on long term antipsychotics. It lasts about a week. A week to ten days. Those two hospitalizations where I was in for eight to ten days, I'm out, off work for a week, then back to work. Then in January took Seracol for two weeks and was off. Well, I wasn't, I don't think, yeah, that's when I quit that other job and blah, blah, blah. But I was unable to talk to myself for a week because I was too out of it and afraid. And then it's been about a week now, actually, five days. And like I said, I only slept for a day and a night. And then I've been up and doing stuff, though it's been really challenging. So it seems like it's getting faster, which, or I'm better able to get through it. And, that's how it seems, at least. So if I am through it, it might be a good idea to switch back into healing mode a little bit. Before I started talking to myself, before I had my very first so-called relapse, in February of 2015, after I tapered off my meds, with the help of my doctor, Before that, I did a lot of things with the money I was making. I was working in a medical office. I did rolfing and colon hydrotherapy, and almost every dollar I spent besides food and rent was on contributing to my well-being somehow, in usually a pretty out-there way. Not many people do a 10-series of rolfing or six series of colon hydrotherapy or take all these courses and since that bad hospitalization in april 2016 i've I've shifted into this scarcity mentality and i haven't been able to work as much because i fear whatever but it's the type of work i do need to get away from this mental health work and i have two more weeks of it And then maybe I need to take a break. I don't even know if right now is a good time to take the self-employment class. I'll try. Part of me wants to go to the island, but we'll see. If the universe lets me take the self-employment class, then it lets me. So yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but if I am through, I'm thinking it'd be cool to do some acupuncture maybe and invest. I was looking, I was trying to look up transpersonal psychotherapy because a lot of these dynamics are me and past, but there's a lot more to it than that. So it would be cool to have somebody train in transpersonal stuff. And I might have found one guy that's not too, too far away. Because that was the main thing, is not being too far away in terms of driving distance. So I might invest in that, because that's something I've never invested in, but... As these things happen, these emotional emergencies, and it becomes more clear what it is, as opposed to, oh, it's delusion, it's hallucination, it's psychosis, it doesn't make sense. It's making sense as to why I'm so troubled. From this life, from last life, from possible futures, from interacting with others and... also remembering that sometimes having an office job smiling at people and saying hi is simple sometimes there's a sense of I know too much and then feeling like people understand that too but they don't and it's so confusing and then in feeling oh I know so much and people don't get it it pulls me back into wow, look at all this crap and then who am I to say anything about anything, what do I know and okay, I'm not making sense, but I think I'm being too complex too complicated and when I think back periods in my life where I was thriving more it was very simple and present and being generous with people and so one needs money to be generous or not or blah 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 and so this relates to how I've been reading this book I read it and I'm going back to reading a bit and utilizing that to experience extraordinary minds because I've been talking to myself a lot and then I've lived my dream of California tapering off meds and I used to read a lot and then I haven't in a long time but the good thing about not drugging myself with Seroquel during the day is that I can still read I can still do almost anything then there's the challenge of the subtle psychosis if you want to call it that for simplicity's sake but I can still do everything else and as opposed to not experiencing all that sleeping it off not being able to do anything which I'm still open to doing if I need to knock myself out for a couple days to stop the process if it hasn't slow down by itself then I will but anyways a couple more things for sure is this guy I find his writing very good Seth Godin Godin this book is excellent it's very encouraging for what I am creating and now I'm reading a book of his Ooh, I'll have to find the title I bought it because it was like two dollars on kindle And then in his book, he mentioned another book he wrote called The Dip, which I'm going to buy on Kindle because it talks about knowing when to give up and knowing when to persevere through challenges. And This is a challenge, and I don't feel like I'm going to give up, and I don't think this is a failure. And I highlight kind of half the book, the Kindle book that I got. I find what he writes very pertinent to creating something and he's talking about generosity and creating art and not worrying about the money side of it and I'm I'm not I think I'm gonna forget about that even though I'm doing the business stuff and not worry about what I'm gonna get out of this or anything because if I live through this um that will be the gift that will be my present to myself is Living through this. Who cares about the money? God. Sometimes I don't know if I'm going to make it till tomorrow. Whether that's a thought and a fear or an actuality or fearing in those ways will create possible scenarios that could make that more actual. So, the fear of fear becomes stronger because the more fear there is there, the more it creates that. So, I was afraid and I sent a message to a friend and then they called a helpline and the police got called. So it seems like my brain is trying to create these scenarios where the police might come and take me away to the psych ward or take me somewhere. And that's out of fear, which is part of thought. So negating that and being present with being in a park, yet knowing that anything could happen here right now. And that is partly based on The energy coming out of my brain. So it's so much responsibility, yet at the same time, there's nothing one can do. It's baffling. So, anyways, I'm liking the reading and just sort of sitting and being, and it's encouraging my brain. And it's the same thing happening where I'm thinking something and it's there in the book after the fact so the universe is still encouraging this somehow and I was going to give up on getting the new iPhone but I think it would be good to get it because this one is really slow and freezes and I think I do want to keep this dialogue going and that might be all I can do is this dialogue and I created a lot, like I got a mailbox, and so that costs money, and I bought that private embed plugin, that costs money, so spending a lot of money, it's like I'm creating something and trying to learn how to do something that might not even be created for 10 years, or at the same time not knowing if I'm going to make it for 10 years, so... And then feeling like, oh, I'm going to put all of them on my site, and then I might get killed, and then people see them later because they're scheduled to be released later. It's like, what am I doing? What am I creating? I don't even know. And then reading about trauma and what that does to the brain, and it really correlates with everything that I'm experiencing. So feeling like, whoa, this is more trauma than psychosis and mental illness, of course. But then, okay, if it's trauma, how do I get help when I don't have a lot of money? Or if I'm running around trying to fix that, then it's fear-based. And do I, I do feel I need to resolve some of that. Otherwise, it keeps derailing the other part and then creating this and feeling like this could change things somewhat but then it changes it to possibly make people feel a little bit more personally responsible which the mental illness paradigm takes that away which is a blessing sometimes so that's part of what I was struggling with it's like oh my gosh I don't have this I believe in mental illness thing to fall back on And then it's like, wow, I did this all to myself, and I have to fix this myself, and ugh, how do I fix this myself, and then realizing I'm not a separate self, so others will help, but do they know how, and can I ask, and what do I ask for, and it's just so mind-boggling. And that's the theme right now, boggled mind. But, yeah, I'm going to keep reading this guy and keep creating these videos, and get the iPhone, and da, da 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 da. So the book I'm reading right now by Seth Godin, or Godin, is Lynchpin. Are You Indispensable? That's for the universe to decide. Mm. Excuse me. And I'm going to make an offering to the universe. I have a little om change purse. It isn't much, but it's the gesture that counts. There was somebody who came up and talk to me and they put their beverage container in the garbage when the recycling is right over there. So that's when there's some kind of incoherence sometimes in interactions. It's like, oh, friendly person. Hello. Hey, ho there. What, how's it going? And you just put your thing in the garbage and there's a recycling container 10 feet over to the other side. And then of course that person likely always throws it in the garbage blah 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 whatever who am I to say I'm I'm yeah that's what I've been dealing with this week is how awful I have been I could be I will be it's part of the thing is sometimes I feel unworthy of being alive we all do sometimes but when I don't feel that I'm fine so it seems like it's my bio-rhythm I'm either completely fine-crating and all that or not fine at all, can't even function and we all have that to a certain degree and we escape it with different things like food or alcohol I escaped some of it with Seroquel I'm not sure how much I want to talk about more today. I'm going to go get some gasoline for my car because it's a Sunday and it's quieter on the streets, so that'll be easier. And then if I do decide to go to work on Tuesday, I can. And if I do go to work on Tuesday, that means that I'll... I've missed a week of life which is the least ever so it seems I'm getting better at this process but not better in a way because when it's over I tend to go on creating and not acknowledge that stuff and I don't know if that's the right way and the thing is that with the mental illness paradigm Well, the meds kick in, and then it's easy to not acknowledge that. Not easy, but people aren't offered counseling, which I'm seeing is important. Well, obviously, obviously it's important, but it's just not offered, and... That's the other thing I wanted to talk about was this morning. Uh, since I felt kind of good when I woke up, I felt calm, felt cozy in my body. I decided not to take any micronutrients or niacin, so I edited out the amino acid, amino acids, and I took the lipospheric vitamin C and I had waffles for breakfast, and then at around 11, I took the niacin and waited an hour to see if I would feel any kind of body pain or so-called anxiety, and nothing. And then I took the micronutrients at noon and did the same thing, waited an hour, and I did feel some energy changes in my body. And it wasn't as bad a pain or it wasn't really pain. It was just energy moving kind of mentally. So I could say, oh, well, the micronutrients are causing anxiety. Or I could say they're causing energy to move. The micronutrients could be giving the the nutrition to be able to process some of the stuff and see it and be with it. As opposed to blanking it out, in which case it's going to bubble up at some point when the body becomes so toxic and then one doesn't have the resources internally to deal with it so it moves to external chaos and people shuffling other people around through the system and talking to people about stuff and then trying different ways to numb it out so yeah, I saw that the micronutrients do bring some of it on I'm wondering since I had a test for pyral disorder, if the copper in it is bothering me, because um, I'm not supposed to have as much copper with pyral disorder, and the micronutrient is a, bo- a broad spectrum and it doesn't take individuality into account as much. That's one of the critiques of it, I think. But it's helping me broadly get through this, it seems. So, we'll see what happens with that, and yeah, so I'm going to keep a closer eye on that today. I'm going to take some more niacin. Maybe it's good to take those two things further apart. I might also try taking two micronutrients at a time every however hours and take up to 12 a day. It could have been not so good that I was taking 16 a day for quite a while Um, but at the same time it was time for it to happen so again there's some correlation to things but there's no real cause and trying to figure out causes isn't it but it's more like one's inner state correlates with what one is doing on the outer. So I was feeling really energetic, so I was taking more energy, nutrients. Not that it necessarily caused that, but, or the nutrients caused it, but that state caused me to take more of that. So, yeah. People. a tiny little bug fly that is quite detailed maybe if it's still there I'll try and get it on my macro lens that's the thing when out in nature there's different epigestures of capturing the beauty of nature why can't I see and be beauty around those who supposedly know me do they know me? I don't even know myself I could say they don't understand me I don't even understand myself so where is the humility and the compassion And they show mercy and compassion and It is fall time for the fall and I have learned too that it's imperative that I design a life where I'm more mobile and free and with the Sun this is ridiculous I'm sensitive to cold and smells and my brain is so sensitive Sensitive to noise. so challenging. So yeah, if this escalates or something, I don't know if I'll try a different approach, if I'll try to numb it out more or what. But I do feel this process eventually has to stop. If I had a nice respite to rest and really process this stuff, that would be great, but it's not really practical right now, but at least I can drive because I'm not totally numbing myself out. And Yeah, even just less than 24 hours ago, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it, but I I think that was think the worst of it's over even though I did make a video saying I think the worst of it's over and more of it comes up so I'm hoping that it stops Um, that's the part I'm wondering if it will stop even though I didn't do the whole numb myself out for three days on more quite substantially more Seroquel which I've done in the past in January and in March and in the psych ward times before that this is the first time that I've used very very minimal Antipsychotics, and I haven't really talked about how this could be seen as a failure um I don't think it is I've been so tempted to call my psychiatrist and that is an option call the psychiatrist go to a short stay facility get put back on the meds be back in that paradigm the other option is going to somewhere peaceful there's options. And sometimes as soon as my brain sees a possibility like that, it it invokes or evokes the mercy. Like, okay, I can get through this. And it's my doing. And who is me and my I really don't know. I'm more lost than ever. And I need to surrender to that. Thank you for listening to Bipolar Inquiry. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Remember, use your voice, craft your consciousness embody your potential, enter a quantum paradigm. The Bipolar Inquiry Podcast is not meant to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Information in this show is not medical advice. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode.